Hey, have you ever wondered what is going on inside a middle schooler's mind? Here's your chance. We have some adults asking us some questions in this month's episode. Thank you. Today we are here with Ms. Johnson. She will be asking us the questions and we will be answering them. Okay, it's a pleasure to have you in my room. Um, it's nice to meet you. Um, as a teacher, and I hear this from several teachers, why is it such a struggle to get students to take notes in our classes? Well, usually it's one of two things. It's either they think or they know they understand the concept really well or they just don't really want to take notes right then. And also, when it's near the end of the day class and your brain is like kind of fried and you've been doing it in all the other classes, you may not want to come back and do the same thing in the other class. So I think maybe something that would help is making the notes interesting or something, maybe do it in a colorful pens or mm -hmm. maybe do a little doodle on the side. <laughs> Um, as a student, personally, I think that the main reason we don't like taking notes is because we like to go ahead and start doing it before we take notes about it. Mm -hmm. Because in my classes, we take notes before we start the actual subject. Mm -hmm. And so I think we want to start the subject first. Yeah. How would you know how to do it if I haven't taught it yet? Oh, if it's math. I'm a math teacher. Okay. Um, I feel like most students, like she said, I feel like they think they know it. Mm -hmm. So um, they're just basing it off what they already know mm -hmm. and saying that they already know it. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that junior high seems to have more um, drama mm -hmm. and more uh, fights than any, any other grade. And I was a K-12 school in the other, so I had everything from kindergartners through 12th graders. So is it harder to keep your temper at this age than maybe it was when you were younger? Or why do you think that we have more drama, fusses, and fights just at this age level? And as I say, this is the school is no different from any other. Every school I've been in, it seems like it's those middle school years that we have a little personality uh, disputes amongst ourselves. So that, how does that happen? That is a great question. Um, I, I'm in fifth grade, so mm. I just came here. Ah. In fourth grade, there was a little drama. Mm -hmm. There's drama in every grade. Of course. But when I went into fifth grade, it was just a bunch of drama exploding. Mm -hmm. Why do you I, think that is? I think it's just a bunch of tweenagers. Trying to make fights because they see it at, on TV. Mm. And they're thinking it will go down like it does on TV. Mm. And does it usually? <laughs> it just ends a big argument and it doesn't do anything mm -hmm. and I do not like the drama. Mm. I get in a bunch of drama 
and I try to stay out of it. Um, and I'm in a class with three of my best friends, mm -hmm. and there's a little drama. With your friends? Yeah. Like, mm. we were put in drama. But I personally don't know why we started. I don't know why we start the fights. Do you, but you do see a difference in the yes. elementary a and a, yeah, middle schools. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> some disputes can be about relationships ah. and stuff. I personally don't get tangled up in all that red mess. <laughs> Watch it, I've got red hair. <laughs> I am sorry. Um, oh no. <laughs> so, eh, it's, it's generally like there's two people in my class. They, mm, they are like kind of on and off friends. If you get that, um, but they they like this one guy, Ooh. and <laughs> of course, <laughs> um, ah, and, this is a lot. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah. So they both like this one guy, and they like sometimes they date him, sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. There's this other guy that's gotten into the mix. I don't know how. I don't mm. know how. <laughs> Sounds like a soap opera. Yep, it does. My look on it <laughs> I is, know. you're 11 to 14 in this school. Exactly. You don't need to be dating someone. Yeah. <laughs> so Truth. You, yeah. Truth. You think so? So you think that being involved with a boyfriend or girlfriend then... Um, uh, is not the best thing to have happening at your age? No, it's just like inappropriate because for someone at our age to be doing. And yeah. also, like, it just comes along with other stuff that you shouldn't be dealing with Distress. as you're a kid. Yeah. Like, if you're a kid, you should be, like, doing kid stuff, playing outside, mm -hmm. doing sports. Like, not worrying about, you know, who you like or if he asks her out or whatever. Like, and I see it as in if it doesn't, if it's not going to matter in a month, then, like, just why are you doing this? <laughs> that is very good common sense advice. I like yeah. that. Yeah, and okay. also, I I know this because I'm a generally logical-ish person. Mm -hmm. Our emotion, well, our age now, mm -hmm. it, it, like 11, 14, they don't have the emotional stability to keep a relationship going for a long time. Like, maybe some of us do. Some mm -hmm. of us. Mm -hmm. But not all but, of us. Yeah, not mm -hmm. all of us. Definitely not. Mm. So, there's a lot more stress because of, of that. Yeah. Um, my next question actually has something to do with that. Oh. Um, Two questions in one. Yeah, it kind of runs in together. <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> do you feel pressured at this age? Or do kids your age feel pressured to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Like either from your peers or social media. Are you feeling pressured? I see that a little bit in my students. Yes. So yes. much. I mean, <laughs> I'm a, lean, a bit lenient on it. Mm -hmm. It's oh. like almost sad to the point where like 
you're being pressured and people expect you to do this and if this guy likes you like you're expected to go so, out with him like you're expected you... to like him back okay yeah. even if at this time you just don't want a boyfriend right now mm -hmm. yeah mm. like okay or a I girlfriend say, if you're male. i don't want to bring in names but like mm -hmm. there's this one guy he's asked me out at least like 12 times in this past year and oh, that's a lot like, of pressure <laughs> a little bit yeah mm -hmm. and like just the fact that he's been asking me over and over and over makes it like so much worse and your friends are getting involved and my friends are like why don't you just say yes i'm like oh. why would you say yes to a person you don't have feelings for and also exactly. you shouldn't it's not even also, kind to him to do that is it mm -hmm. and also fair. at this mm -hmm. age your parents are like you got a boyfriend and you're like no i'm too young to have one and they're and your friends keep on saying somebody likes you when you know that's just mm. a rumor and you're caught up in all this stress because people are saying stuff mm. about you and nobody likes to be talked about exactly no one does i don't right? care who you are i know you don't like being talked about mm -hmm. if, if it's in a bad way mm -hmm. so that's why I feel like there's most of the drama to go with our last one. Right, yeah. exactly. So and one ran straight into the other. I'm sorry, but like our parents are so different. My mom says, if you come home with a boyfriend, come home with a baby, you're, I'm just, no, just no, get out. Mm. She says just no. My, my grandma's like, so, got any boys yet? It's just Bro, so different. So some parents pressure you, yeah. and some parents don't. I mean, it just varies. My right? mom says until you're 16 or 18, you're not talking to a boy. Mm -hmm. Well, I he's my best friend. Yeah. Mm. yeah. My One of my best friends is of the male gender. Mm -hmm. And, like, every time I ask my parents, hey, can I go hang out with my friend? And they're like, oh, is he your boyfriend? And I'm like, no, no, he is not. And that is not going to change unless oh. I have sudden feelings for him. That in which I would probably happen. wait to evaluate those feelings. <laughs> Sounds like a very mature thing to do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, do, Precisely. You, do you feel that like social media and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, do you feel that people putting their 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 personal lives on display puts even more pressure on you? What do you think? Yes. Amen. <laughs> Why? Because if you are on, so say, Instagram or Snapchat, mm. they have a story. Everybody mm -hmm. can watch that, even if you have it added the back. Mm -hmm. And well, I didn't know that they could, everyone could watch it on Snapchat. Even if it's on private? Mm-hmm. Mm. Ew. There's ways to save it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but if, um, but if even though you put this was about my last segment, mm -hmm. um, I said even though if you put something on your Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, mm -hmm. whatever, it will still stay there. It is not deleted. It's going to stay there forever, and people on social media, they don't know how your life is going. Mm -hmm. They think it's going a certain way and then they will comment and it will make you have anxiety. Mm. And So that increases that pressure. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also, 
I've seen this girl post something very inappropriate about about four of my close friends in one mm. post. Ooh. Just calling them all very inappropriate names and just overall nasty things that like were so uncalled for. And she said, if you're not a chicken, like join in, tell me some more names. And I'm like, that's not cool. And I said, can you please take this down? These are some of the people I'm closest to. It was like five of my closest friends. Mm -hmm. They were all in that one story. And it was pretty bad because the next day at school, um, yeah, there are like four people on one. It was almost going to happen. They almost got in a fight and it was pretty bad. But like it didn't happen though. What questions do you have about middle schoolers? Why do middle schoolers not bring homework home? Because they don't like work. It's a good excuse, it's too. That. Yeah. Yes. So like what do you really. mean by a good excuse? It, it's believable. They try to make Sometimes. a bunch of excuses like, oh, I forgot it at home. I'm sorry. I'll bring it home next time. Especially When their parents ask them about it. Especially AOWs. Wouldn't it be more beneficial if you took your homework home and studied more often? Yes, yeah. because most parents don't really like it when their children come home with it like 70s and 60s. Miss Tracy, um, what would you like to know about the inside minds of middle schoolers? I would like to know why sometimes when we say, um, how was your day or what did you learn today? Um, your answer is nothing. Well, because honestly, sometimes it's more, it's a little bit hard to explain something. If, if you had a rough day, it's not gonna be very easy to explain every aspect and corner of that. And if like, if you're getting bullied and anything like that, and you had a rough day, like somebody teasing on you or something, you don't exactly want to tell your parents about that because then you know how they are. They'll just yeah. be like in front, you, like yeah. they'll confront you in front of it. Like, like they'll like tell the te the principal, mm -hmm. and then the principal will call you up to the office, and everybody goes ooh and stuff like that. But not that all the time anything happens. You know, sometimes it's just a normal learning day. You go to school, yeah. eat yeah. lunch, eat food. And, and you're tired, so you don't want to really answer any questions because yeah. you've already answered a lot I, in the school day. I usually answer with good. Yeah. As parents, and since I've had two daughters come through middle school, we just really are there to support you. And so that's why we ask, what did you do or what can we help you with? And sometimes we just want to know what's going on in your mind so that we can be your safe place. Well, that students get aggravated when they get asked questions about school at the end of the day because I do because I'm like, school's over, let's not talk about it, okay? I'm okay. And actually, that's exactly what we're trying to tell people mm -hmm. because we're trying to tell them what's inside middle schoolers' minds. So like, if they're you... not going through what we went through because there's a lot more aspects that have been added to middle school throughout throughout the years. And entirely. Yes. And you could listen to the whole video and could understand more of what your daughters went through. Would you go would you like it better if you had like a journal? Could you communicate with your parents that way? Like if you had they could ask you a question and just leave it in your room or something and you could answer it when you wanted to. Yeah. Like write down and then they could read it later. Be, I would forget to. That to that honest. would be much easier because when they ask you a question you have to answer it then because you're talking. But whenever you're like writing a note, you don't have to answer it right then. Like when you have time and when you're relaxed and comfortable with answering and those like, kind of questions. Uh, when you're, how do I say this? Like when you're, I don't tell me what you're trying to say. when you're like, like when you're, 
when you're writing something, it's not the same as talking because you're not your able parents, to describe it as well. Yeah, yeah and your parents, your parents will just get involved and. But like some you'll people, feel embarrassed. some people really don't want their parents involved in what they're going through because mm. of what they think that they might do. Like embarrassment. Yeah. Mm. Like, also when writing. Now some people have a very good writer's voice, but other people they can't really convey emotion as well in their writing. And sometimes, like, you had a rough day and you just want to convey it with. All those expressive tones. I talk with my and hand, hand motions. Yeah, Thank I talk with my hands. And hand so yeah, like Thank I you, Miss Tracy, for those words. You're welcome. Thank you. So we're here with Miss Brittany and she has some questions for us. Hey guys, thanks for having me today. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Um, I'm really glad that you're part of our SOAR program. Uh, I just have, I guess I have a couple questions um, to get inside your brains, figure you out. Um, one of my favorite things is when people, at, like, they try to guess how old I am. And so, like, at what age do you think, like, an actual adult is? Like, do you, at what age, like, you go in your head when you think about a teacher? Like, when you see just a regular teacher, what do you think? I think that they're between 25 and 30. Okay. All right. What about you guys? I would say an adult is between 24 and 25 you're not you know fully an adult until you're in your early 20s mm -hmm. but when I look at a teacher I don't know really I mean I don't think you really have to be a certain age to teach well our school system has decided that they are going to make us a one-to-one -one school and if you don't know what a one-to-one -one school is it means there is one student with one piece of technology in their hand so one-to-one -one schools can be a student that has access to a Google Chromebook. It can be a student that has access to a tablet. Um, there are also schools that implement bring your own device program so that you can bring your cell phone, you can bring your computer, whatever you, you know, your preference is um, with that. How do you feel about integrating Chromebooks in your classroom? Do you have classrooms where you use Chromebooks on the reg? Mm -hmm. Yes. How do yes. you like it? Do you not like it? How do you feel about it? I, I want a general emotion. I like I, it. I enjoy it. Um, I think it's okay. I had I had a classroom that um, we had Chromebooks in third grade to do um, extra math in and above. And this year we have Chromebooks. I have Chromebooks in all four of my classes. We rotate them. Um, I think the only class I have not had them in is in my math class. So I feel like it's good for our learning and getting to be able to have technology in our hands because mainly we like technology. Mm -hmm. As kids, we Absolutely. like technology. And As a 25-year-old, I like technology, man. It's my favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> So we like it. We think that it adds a good twist to our learning. Hi, my name is Jocelyn, and I'm going to be giving you some tips to help your child out with school or to help you out. Are you a child or a parent whose child does not get their work done or turned in on time or get it turned in but without good effort? Well, then I have some advice for you. The first reason is when students are given work, they refuse to do it and either not get it turned in on time or even turned in at all, 
or they get it done and turned it on time, but just without good effort. One thing that I use as a student is getting a good night's rest and having a good breakfast that will fill me up. This helps because when you sleep good and have a good breakfast, you are more aware and focused and awake during school. This also, there's also many other ways that can help, like being comfortable during school and wearing comfortable clothes without breaking your school's dress code. A tip for parents is to, when your students get home, embrace them, help them with their homework as much as you can, and teach them fun, interesting facts and ways to help them remember stuff. And doing fun stuff and intriguing stuff with them that regards school will actually help them a lot with this because some students, they just can totally blank out. So they need a way to focus. And um, so that's that goes along with the wearing comfortable clothes and sleeping well and getting a good breakfast. If you are not provided breakfast at your house, you can go to school and eat breakfast. Um, just be really intrigued and then you will have no problem in school as a student, I know this. Thank you for listening. We, we hope you enjoyed this month's episode. Do you want to learn more? Then make sure to listen to part two in episode six. Hope you learned something. Thank you to our listeners and the 21st Century Program. This month's episode was made possible by hard work and listeners like you. Thank you. This is Tracy Smith, teacher sponsor of the Pod Squad from Sequatchie, and I approve this episode.